Thank you for joining once again. Welcome back. My new mic came in, so enjoy. Chapter 11. Doing business. The car started to speed up. The lights around us bent and twisted as we sped past everything. I can feel a grin dance on my face as Mike is grabbed tightly under the dashboard. Jackie is holding on for dear life. I tried to hold back my laughter, but I couldn't. My cold, harsh laughter filled the car, and for a split second, the color of everything changed, then changed back. I turned the car, hitting the brakes. We spun and came to a stop. Put the car into park and pushed over my door. I can smell that the tiles are melting. We will have to change them before we use the car once again. Marcus is breathing heavy in the car. I smiled as Jackie shot me a look, telling me that she will never get back into a car with me. Come on, we'll heal. I snickled as a bullet hit my left shoulder. I hit the car and toned fast. The person who had shot me is shaking. Are you stupid? I watched him. His gun shook in his hand. I reached my hand up and touched my bloody shoulder inside. Put it down before you hurt yourself, kid. I can feel the bullet pushing itself back out. I'm not here to attack you. I grabbed the bullet and dropped it in front of me. I reached down and pulled Jackie's door open. She stood up and eyed me. This is the last time I'm letting you drive, Chain. She rubbed her head as I looked back inside to see Micus. I thought your boyfriend would be pleased. Her eyes warned me. I coughed and looked down at my shoulder. You know that halt, right? The man jumped. I shouldn't call him a man. He is a child. One who doesn't even seem 23 yet. I work for Demon Poem. I rubbed my shoulder. My name is Chain. His gun dropped. I'm sorry. His eyes are wide with fear. You wouldn't have known when I am within this form. So I let it slide. I changed back before stepping away from the car and opening Micus's door. He jolted and met my eyes. Are you coming out or are you going to stay in here with your pissed pants? Micus looked around. He looks as if he doesn't understand anything anymore. Just who are you? His voice is shaky and weak. I snickled. I'm Shane. I'm taking that as you don't know everything about me, like you had thought. I smiled and patted his shoulder before stepping away. He stood up. Out of the car, his legs shook. It looked as if they were giving way. Jackie had walked over, grabbing onto his arm to help him stand up. I rolled my eyes and turned back to the man-child who had dared shoot at me. He jolted back as he met my eyes. I thought I had told you to put that down before you hurt yourself. He had picked up his gun off the ground. He put it away fast. Now show us to where those wolves are. His eyes widened as he nodded and toned. I can't show you to them, but I can bring you to the waiting room. His voice is shaky. I can't open the door. That's fine. I'll open it, Jackie states as I eyed her. She smiled. She looked over to Micus and wrapped her arm around his. He's still looking confused, but why would he need to be confused? Did he not know I could do something like that? I turned back to the other man. Lead the way. He nodded. We walked through the main doors and down the hallway. We walked past a few people. Some are standing on their toes. Others have their hands on their guns. Did they truly think their bullets could stop me? I toned, keeping my eyes on the back of the other man's head. There was a noise, as if someone was getting a call behind me. Jackie grabbed my shoulder, stopping me. What? She has a phone by her ear. It's for you. I moved and grabbed the phone from her. Hello? Who is this? I listened. There was some movement in the background. It's Abby. I listened. You wanted me to keep an eye on Demetrius, but he... He just... She sounds as if she's been running around. Do you know where he went? I toned, following behind Jackie and the man. No, he just ran off. He was saying weird things before he ran off. He was saying something about blood or a calling. I stopped and rubbed my face. 
Did I really have to put this on hold because of Demetrius? Do I really have to summon the wind to save him? Jackie toned back to me. Go on without me. I'll have to catch up. Jackie slowly nodded. Don't worry. I'll handle this. She nodded before toning and walking away. Abby, I'll take care of him. I should have known that this would have happened sooner or later. Let me know if anything else happens. I'll make a call and call you right back. I'll tell you what to do. She took a deep breath in. Okay, she then hung up as I looked down at the phone. This phone doesn't have the numbers I need to make my call. I'll have to change forms. I looked around. I stepped close to one of the desks next to me. So, a man looked up to me. He is taller than I am, and his hand is on his gun. You happen to know where the bathroom is? He stood up and eyed me. If you ain't going to help me, then I can't help someone. He eyed me before toning. What are you talking about, boy? I grit my teeth. Why do you have to call me that? I work for Demon Bone, and all I'm asking is to be shown to a bathroom. Or you could just point to where it is. Prove it. I eyed him. Prove what? The bathroom port? I didn't have to use it. What? I looked around. I don't have time for this, and I would really appreciate not getting shot again. It halts when I have to fish out the bullet. Who are you? I watched him. Chain. My name is Chain. I moved my glasses off. He froze. Now a bathroom? He nodded. He had looked into my eyes. I just hoped he didn't get lost within them like Benton had done once before. He led me to a bathroom before walking off. I thanked him before stepping into the bathroom. I toned and locked the door before pushing my back against it. I changed forms once more. My fingers moved over the phone before it started to ring. One ring, two rings, and by the third, someone answered. Chain? It's a man's voice, one that seems winded. Yes, it's me. I sighed before rubbing my eyes. Why are you calling me? It's been forever. He has no idea what he's going to get himself stuck into now, but he answered my call. I inhaled slowly. I don't have time for this chat. I need you to do something for me. He sounded as if he had stopped running or moving. The wind around him even came to a stop. Okay, anything for you, Chain. He took a deep breath. Good, I need you to go find a woman by the name of Abby and bring her to De Demetrius. You're working with Demetrius again? Would you listen? He paused. Go on. I sighed. Once you bring her to him, I need you to bring him back and help him. Help Demetrius? For you? He sounded surprised. I rolled my eyes. He was pushing my last nerve. Shut up and listen. He went silent. Don't ask any more questions and get to Demetrius. Just do it. I'm in a hurry as it is, and I need to finish my walk here before I go off and find Demetrius, and if I do, I'll end up killing him. The line is silent. You can count on me. I'll go find this Abby Paulson and bring her to Demetrius. He paused. Then what? Listen to her. I'll call her now and tell her. Get it done. I hung up on him and called Abby back. Jane, I sighed. Yes. I have sent someone your way. He will bring you to Demetrius. When he does, you have him bring both of you back to Demon Poem and lock Demetrius in a holding cell. The ones where you put werewolves and other beasts. Why? He isn't a threat. Oh, how she was wrong. Make sure you lock him in and have no one touch him. His body is breaking down and when without me there, he would die and go insane. I'm the only one that can stop him at the moment, so hold him there until I get back. Understood? Yes, I understand. Good. Call me back when you have done so. I hung up and changed back. I felt like a new kind of weight is now pushing on top of my shoulders. Or maybe it was just my body trying to heal over the bullet wounds. I looked around and smelt the air. I could smell Jackie. 
I followed her scent, but Malikas's smell made it difficult to find her. He made the air heavy and dry. I toned, listening for Jackie. I stopped and toned before opening a door. Jackie and Marcus are within. Only problem is that Jackie has a look on her face that says, Sorry. I sighed and looked away. This day can't get any worse, can it? Jackie looked away. I heard a group of men move in front of me with ammo and guns. Who are you? I'm guessing the one who is speaking is in charge of this sorry group. I rolled my eyes. I'm Chain. Half. Who walks alongside Demon Bone. Like Jackie who is standing right here. We brought in two wolves and we would like to speak to them. I was trying to be nice. Chain? A half? You can't be telling the truth. He laughed. Don't make me laugh, boy. I took off my glasses and eyed him. If you want me to prove it, then I'll have to give you proof. Chain, don't. They will shoot at you. I eyed Jackie before sighing. If that is what needs to be done, then so be it. They don't understand how much I still need to get done. I threw my glasses and changed fast. I locked my eyes onto the man in charge and stepped closer. The man moved back as I looked around. Is that proof enough? Shoot. I jumped back, getting away from Jackie and Marcus, who moved back to the door. My back pushed against the wall. I kicked my feet off and jumped into the line of fire, standing in front of Jackie and Marcus, who hoped the bullets wouldn't hit them. I stood tall before toning back. If I was to say I'm on your side and you shoot at me, does that make you the traitors? My voice echoed through the room. I jumped forward and grabbed the man in charge, locking his eyes on mine. I was told no harm would come to us, but here we are, he jolted back. Then why are you here? I watched him. Were you not listening before? I need to speak to the wolves I brought in. Do you understand that? He looked angry. He pulled away from me and moved his gun. And if I can't, then I'll be leaving, and then you will have to deal with the wolves that I have injured. Have it your way, then. I grinned. Good. Now show me to their room, he toned. This way. I followed. Jackie followed behind me. Don't do anything stupid, I eyed her. Too late for that. I walk with you. Her eyes rolled. We walk through the hallway. I stand taller than before, and the man in front of me keeps toning and eyeing me, almost as if he is thinking to himself about how he should have shot me and killed me. I wanted to push his buttons, but I'll have to wait for later. The cell phone in my pocket rang. I reached into my pocket and answered it. Yes? My tone is sweet. You sent a demon? I grinned. I thought I had told you, Abby. The man in front of me toned fast. I waved to him. I'm a bit busy at the moment. He won't harm you in any way, and if he does, he already knows that I'll hold him. The line went silent. Fine. Couldn't you have asked somebody else to show me where Demetrius went? I don't know any humans who can go freely through hell. The man in front of me is now frozen. Fine. I'll trust your wolves. Good. I'm busy now, so I'll speak to you later, Abby. I hung up and eyed the man. It's a blessing that some humans trust me with their lives. I grinned before looking around. The man then took off, walking off. I followed, matching his speed. I might look like a child in my human form, but I'm older than what my skin shows. I grinned. I don't care. But he did. He cared for Abby, or does he know her full name? Did you know that demon skins are different colors because they have already died? Or is it because they are different kinds of demons? He closed his eyes as he stopped. I don't care who you are or what you are, I sighed. He took my fun away. It's pretty amazing that you can get mad at a cold-blooded killer like myself and still think that I haven't killed before. He toned back to me, his eyes widened. Sorry, I just wanted to see your face. Though, I don't kill humans anymore. I toned and started walking. But that gives humans a right to try and kill me, just because I'm so different. Wasn't it always the cause of war in the past? I toned back to him. He looked confused with my wolves. 
What makes me so different than you? Is it my eyes or my skin color? Or is it how I speak or my horns? Is it that I'm not from the same place like you? You couldn't even answer all those questions, even if you were as old as I am. My eyes slowly closed as I sighed. Now show me to the room. I am very busy. Yes, right this way. Why do they think of me like this? Dimitri's tone fast, wondering what I meant. He leaned down to me before patting my head. I don't fit in anywhere. I'm not a human nor a demon. I hid his arm away. They feel what they don't know. They feel me because I'm nothing like them. I stood up and eyed Demetrius. He looked down. Get cleaned off first before we have this talk. His voice is low. I looked down before looking away. I have rotten food on my shirt and in my hair. Nothing will change if we speak. They will always think the same. I am different than you and we both know it. He reached up and took off an old tomato off my head. We will speak to make you feel better. I felt his eyes. I eyed him before looking down. He led us to a room. He unlocked the door and opened it for me. He watched me before looking away. I stepped through the door and stepped into the room. In front of me is a holding cell. Behind the windows and bars sit both the werewolves. The woman and the man. Both are chained up and unable to move. I can still see that the woman can't and the man is still disabled. I turned back to the man before nodding. He closed the door and locked it. I turned back to the other room and stepped closer. Both looked up. The woman looked as if she was ready to kill me. Hello. Her eyes filled with rage. Don't hello us. She jolted in pain as I sighed. I have a job for you both. I smiled softly. She tried to move, but we both know that they can't. Why would we help you? I leaned against the window before looking down at the man next to her. Yes, a job. I know I can't help you in any way, but... But I feel like you would want another chance at life. The woman hit the wall. I met her eyes. Look at us. Look at what you did to us. How can we do anything? How can we even live? She shouted. She didn't know what I can do. I know. I see that you are whole, but you do understand that I am a half. Demetrius was my master before I disobeyed him. I do have a great deal of power. She eyed me as I pulled the cell door open. I broke the lock and stepped into the room. A small light in the left-hand side of the room went off. She looked around fast. And all I ask from you both is that you walk with me. Why? What are you getting at? I'm taking down a woman who charmed me away. I'm going to close the doors to hell. The doors that I opened. Her eyes widened as I leaned down to her. So I'm asking you this. Are you willing to help me? Her eyes filled with rage and anger. She then looked serious and confused. I'll heal you. All you have to do is help me out. What if we attack you? What will you do then? What would the humans do? I closed my eyes and changed back into my human form. I locked my eyes on the hole. You can do as you please with me. You can throw me around like some doll. You can have your fun. I just ask that you only harm me and leave the humans out of it. She looked stunned by my waltz. I caused this and I will end it with my own hands. That is my only goal I have set. The man inhaled fast before coughing. You don't care if we cut you open and leave your guts around? Of course I care, but if it means you'll help, then I will let you. I met her eyes once again. She knew I meant it. It's our only hope, isn't it? I watched her before looking down. It is my fault. I killed off your family. But you were the ones that caused this to happen. You should have stopped yourselves. I understand that you have your own lives, but this ward belongs to humans. Who's at fault for that? She coughed, my eyes closed. I already know what I have done. 
I already know that I was damned from the first day I was born. I know I cannot undo anything in my past. I know I can't save anyone who has lost me. My past will remain the same, and all I can do is go forward and keep moving until I finish my goal. I tend to finish the goal at hand before I am taken down. I slowly open my eyes and look down at her. You have won with world's half chain. We will help you, but one thing first. I stared at her. We will regroup, and if you have a problem with that, then we will not help you, nor your people. I'll personally bring you to where you need. I'll let you regroup. I promise you that. She watched me as if I was crazy. Deal. I changed forms once again and grabbed her neck. She jolted back. Do you think it's a smart idea? The man speaking sounds winded. He's leaning against the closest tree. My eyes opened over the meadows in front of us, where the werewolves run free. It's never a smart idea. I grinned before pushing my body down, getting ready to run. That's why it's always fun. I kicked off and ran forward towards the wolves in front of me. Chain, that's why everyone hates you. I moved my fingers over her neck where the broken screwdriver is and pulled it out. Her body changed and she grabbed hold of me. I felt her nails dig into my neck as I healed her body. Her other hand hit my stomach and cut my skin. My eyes locked on the holes, warning her to be careful. She moved her fingers and let go of me as I turned to the man. My hand moved over his stomach. I hit his body. He jolted in pain and screamed. His body jolted once more before he changed. He stood over me as I sighed. I pushed him off me and stood up as the door behind me got hit, as if someone is trying to block it. My phone in my pocket went off as I reached in my pocket and answered it. This lady is crazy. Why did you tell me to help her? I snickled. I told you to listen to her. Did you find Demetrius? Yes. You really want me to stay here with her until you get back? He sounded like he didn't want to. Tano and Tiana should be back before me. I have to bring some wolves to regroup. I rubbed my stomach. It started to heal over. Are you insane, Shane? You know you can't go there. They'll kill you! I sighed. I will do what I must. If I die, then I die. Wouldn't be the first time, nor will it be the last. Shane, listen to me. Let me go. I can talk to them. They won't kill me. You, on the other hand, will get mowed of the first chance they get. He sounded sure of himself. I don't need to listen to you. Do your job, and that is all. I hung up and turned back to the woman. Another demon of yours? I smiled and turned for the door. You could say that. Now, I need to speak to Jackie and some other humans about driving. Then, I'll bring you both back to where you need to go. I looked back. The man had changed back. But we both should know that he won't hold back if he needs to. Are you trying to be nice, or are you always like this? I snickled. No, I'm not trying. But... I did have a sister once who taught me that I should have something to live for, or my life would be meaningless. I pushed the door open. You will follow me out, or will you stay inside? Hell no, I'm following you. She stepped closer, following close behind me. I looked up to see Jackie, Micus, and all the other men inside this room, holding their guns up, ready to take aim. My shoulders all bloody but healed. Jackie eyed me before looking over to the wolves in human form. What are you doing, Jackie? Questioned. She stepped closer. Doing what I came here to do. I stayed as her eyes rolled. Here are the keys to the car. I'm going elsewhere. I'll meet you back at the building. Oh, and Marcus? You'll have to stay with Jackie for a bit after this. He didn't understand my wording, but neither did I. Oh, and I'm taking your phone. Jackie took the keys from me before rolling eyes. Don't listen to him. He's a bother. Jackie grabbed Marcus's arm and pulled him. He's safe now. Jackie wasn't speaking to me. We know, the woman states as I smile.
How are you going to bring us anywhere without a car? I grinned and toned to her. I'm a half, and I like to freak out a few people. She toned back to the man with us. Why do you need us? My grin dropped. I asked for your help because I believe that I have caused far too much chaos by opening the doors. I believe that everyone out there had their own life before I opened the doors. I want to return those people back to their home, even if it's by force. I sighed. I want everything to go back to how it was. Normal. Normal? She chuckled. I know I'm asking a lot, but I'm willing to go just as far for you people. She looked puzzled. What of the demon on the phone? He stated that you could die. Why is that? She wanted to change the topic. I chuckled. Are you kidding me? I have killed your own kind and taken life after life, and you question me why I wouldn't be attacked or killed. She looked down before looking into my eyes. You don't feel death? I grinned. No, I don't. After all, I've already died once before. I looked away and my grin dropped. It can't be as painful as it was before. You were a strong demon. I eyed her. A half, not demon. She studied me. What makes you so different? I have human emotions. I waved my arms before dropping them and locking my eyes onto her. Let's go before time runs out. I still have to deal with Demetrius and everyone else. Plus Levin now. I didn't want to drag him into this, but now I have, and I can't take that back. Levin? You know Levin? She sounds worried. Of course. He owes me his life. She looked down fast. May I ask your names? She looked back up. I'm Connell, the man stated as I slowly nodded. Rivel, where have I heard the name before? Thank you. We all know each other now. Let us go. I toned, but Rivel grabbed a hold of my arm. Tell me, how are you planning to bring us back? I snickled. I'll be fine. Connell, hold my arm. Reached over and grabbed hold of me. I looked to Rivel. You can trust me, and if anything happens, you can kill me or beat me up. Her eyes narrowed as I inhaled slowly. Now, think about where you want to go. Her eyes closed. This might feel weird. Chain, that's why everyone hates you. I ran foiled with a grin across my face. The werewolves toned before reaching down and grabbing the cubs by the neck and running. Why would I let them run away? They were the ones who didn't listen and entered the meadows without asking first. My fingers brushed against the fur and I pulled the fur back. The werewolf yelped in pain before dropping the cub. The werewolf toned fast, standing their ground, keeping their cubs safe. Come on, puppy, I shouted as the wolf growled. Chain, I felt the wind pick up. I toned back. Do not help them. My voice is harsh. The wind died as the wolf jumped at me. I grabbed their face and threw them off me before looking down at the cub. He is scaled. He should be. I felt my body ache. It felt like my insides were twisting and boning. It took almost everything out of me as we jumped. I hit the ground and panted for air. My fingers bone. They were getting smaller, then healing over the pain and growing back to size. I'm stuck in a loop of pain. My body wants me to stop from changing forms, but it's stuck somewhere in between. There are footsteps coming closer. I don't dare to look up. My arms feel weak. Hell, my whole body feels the same pain, but I grip my teeth and tried to push the pain away. My body is hit with everything from before. It screamed at me to change back, but I will never follow its orders. Rivel, an older man, spoke as Rivel stepped closer. Father, Rivel's voice is strong and holds oil. What is that? It was the man again. I felt Connor grab my shoulder and kneel next to me. Stand. I gripped my teeth and pushed off the ground with whatever strength I had within and stood. My legs almost gave way, but I pushed myself up and stood. 
My eyes slowly moved up and locked onto the taller man who stands closer to Wivel. He's long brown hair, and I can already tell that he is Wivel's father, and the man who runs the pack. He is the leader. I coughed. My body screamed in pain. My eyes scanned the area. We were in the middle of the woods. There's a small camp set up behind the man. You smell of a demon. I slowly grinned before the pain grew. I coughed. I'm at half. I snap. I grabbed my left arm. Why are you here? I looked to Wivel, who looked scared for herself. I looked back to her father. She asked to regroup. So here we are. Why? He stepped closer. He stands taller than I do at the moment because I am leaned over and in pain. Because I have asked for her help. I don't know how long I can stand for it. For what reason? He looked back to her, wondering what had happened. He stepped closer. He is four feet from me. Because I want to finish what I have started. I want to close the doors to hell. His eyes widened. He reached over and grabbed me, pulling me off the ground. I tried to ease my body. Wivel and Connor watched me as I looked down into his eyes. What do you mean by this? I inhaled slowly. My name is Shane. His eyes widened. He moved and slammed me into a tree. I coughed. It hurt, but I will finish. And I know I have wronged you. I know I can't stop anything now, but I have to finish my goal. He moved me off the tree before slamming my back into it once again. The tree is holding up. I don't know how long it will last before it starts to break. And what is your goal? My eyes closed and my thoughts went back to my sister and her worlds. I have a lot of unfinished goals. I slowly met his eyes. His eyes widened even more. Demons don't have emotions. He shoved me back into the tree once again. I held the phone ring. I rolled my eyes and answered it. I'm busy trying not to get killed. Chain, damn it! I moved the phone away from my ear. You hung up on me. Again! It's leaving. Should have known. Leaving? Not now. I'm in the middle of something. The wolf in front of me is watching me, shocked. So was I. I'm coming to you. I wanted to break the phone. Don't you dare. I told you what to do. I ordered you to do that because you are the only one that can hold Demetrius off when he goes insane. Hold him off until I get there. The wolf dropped me before stepping back. Now you've done it. I hung up and moved the phone back in my pocket. I coughed and looked up. What are you planning? The leader questioned. I plan on closing all the damned doors and taking down the woman who charmed me. I want to return everything back to hell, where they belong, even if they don't trust me. I looked to Wivel. You can do as you please with my person. I have already told Wivel the same. If you believe I shouldn't be able to live any more, then take my life, but only after I finish my goal. I had made a deal with your daughter, Wivel. Part of the deal was if she wanted, she could cut me open and have my guts lay around. I agreed to those terms. I looked back to her father. Why? He seems confused. Because I am a half with human emotions. He moved back before kicking me hard in the stomach. I coughed and grabbed his foot. My body changed back into its human form before falling back. A child? He moved his foot and stepped closer. This is what I looked like when I died. I coughed. This is why I look like this. His eyes widened. Like I stated before, I have human emotions and I am not a demon. I am a half. Half demon, half slave. Halves aren't real. Halves are the only thing that can open the doors. He kicked me again. I gripped my teeth. I was human once as well. I remember it all. He moved his foot, ready to kick again. I felt far more pain than this, even before I was changed. He froze. I pushed off the ground and leaned against the tree. No, but I can share it with you. I moved my hand up, if you are willing to let me. He stepped closer. I reached my hand and touched his forehead. Don't be scared. He eyed me. Who is scared? I grinned warmly. Everyone. A feeling washed over me. 
I can only imagine that it had washed over him as well. My past rushed through my mind as I stood. I felt my body heal itself as I stood. I can hold my weight and heal, almost as if I can understand the pain and my past, as if it's one of the same. The wolf with me hit the ground and coughed. My eyes slowly opened. We were within a room, within my mind. It's dark and there are films moving around us which are lighting up the small room we are within. The wolf met my eyes as the films moved between us. It's one of Olive getting killed. The sound echoed through the small room as he watched it. Where are we? I looked down, meeting his eyes. My mind. My memory. But at the same time, nowhere. He tried to move. What is this? He nodded to a film in between us. This is a memory. I saw this when I was younger, when I was still human. This is the last time I saw my sister. My mother had killed her. What? He pushed off the ground and fell and hit it again, as if his legs couldn't hold him up. What is this pain? He sounded short of breath. Sorry, it's the pain I'm holding. It's from a long time ago. Then how are you standing? I looked around the room, looking at all the films. Some of them are broken, others have missing pieces. Some are even locked away. I feel this pain every day of my life. When I was human, and even now, I feel it all, but I can still stand it. It doesn't halt. It makes me know that I have a past, even if it's heavy. How is someone like you even alive? He looked over to another film. It's one where Demetrius found me, when I was bleeding out. Demetrius had found me. He took me in, took care of my wounds, and then killed me. I didn't feel him. I still don't. He pushed himself up to sit. He looked around, looking at the other films. Why do you want all our help? I inhaled slowly, because of this woman. Reached over, grabbing hold of one film and moving it in front of him. That woman? He sounds scaled. Yes, her name is Lothian, but she has many names and faces. Black lady or death. Some others, but many should never be spoken. My eyes closed, thinking back to when she had shoved the chains into my neck. What's in it for us? I looked off to my left, seeing a memory of the meadow. Like I had told the humans. Freedom. From what? Demons, monsters, beasts, anything you feel. Why? He sounds scared. Because I have caused this all, and I can end it. How do you know that? I grinned and looked over to him. Because the one who opened the doors can close them. He studied me before laughing. He then coughed on his own laughter. This is stupid. You can't do that. You want Satan. I could only grin. Do you know that a half can be just as strong as Satan or stronger? He froze in place. And I just so happened to have overcome Demetrius. Lithian is next on my list. And how do you plan on doing that? I plan on killing all. Once and for all. He almost laughed again. Do you want to help me or not? He sighed. I will help you. Thank you. I moved my hands. He fell back and hit the ground as I opened my eyes. We were back in the woods, with all the other werewolves watching close by. Vivo grabbed hold of her dad and eyed me. He seemed to understand everything around us. Is questioning everything. Why do I still feel this pain? He pushed himself up as I grinned. Because you know that it's the only thing that makes you feel alive. You were different. Chain, was it? I nodded. Yes, it's chain. What do you need our help with? I looked to Rival. She stood a step back. Can you come to Demon Poem with me? I need to stop Demetrius first. I'll explain the rest when we get there. He nodded. You were free to come along, Rival. She nodded. I really don't want to try to jump again. It took a lot out of me. Wivel's father patted my back and chuckled. You were talking to werewolves, boy. All you have to do is hop on and- So, we told him looking at the man who spoke. I can feel a small grin come across my face. 
You're the one who attacked Demon Poem. Demetrius was kind enough to tell me to stop before I killed you. He looked pissed. You're going to help a devil? Whoa, I'm not a devil. I'm a half. I can't do as much as a devil. The phone rang. I rolled my eyes and answered it. What now? I answered. Leaving, if you're going to complain again, don't. Chain? My eyes widened. Jackie? My voice cracked. Chain, there are too many. Where are you? I'll be right there. We're on the freeway. There are too many and I don't have enough bullets. What are they? Could they be werewolves? Demons? Beasts? Why now? I thought I had enough time. I don't know. Monsters. She sounds afraid. I stepped forward, changing back into my demon form. I pushed away from the tree and gripped my teeth. I'll call you right back. Okay. I hung up and moved my hand over the phone before moving it to my ear. It rang and someone picked up. Chain. What's hanging? It's Tano. I felt my eyebrows twitch. Damn it. What are you doing? What? Tano sounds surprised by my rudeness. There are monsters on the freeway. Where are you? Tiana and I are speaking to some ugly beasts. Why? I asked where you were. In hell. He sounds scared. Damn it. I'm going to kill Demetrius when I get back. I hung up and called someone else. They answered. I should have hung up on you, you know. Shut it. I'm not in the mood at the moment. I need you to find a woman. I paused. Her name is Jackie. I need you to find her fast. She's getting attacked on the freeway by something. If you can't, then I'll send you back to where you belong. The line went silent. Whoa. Don't you think you're being too worried? I inhaled slowly. Fine. I'll go find her. He paused. What of Demetrius? I'll deal with him. Just do as I ask. I have other problems of right now. I looked at the wolves. Just find her. I hung up and called back Jackie. She answered fast. Listen to me. A demon will come and find you. Stay in the car and please don't do anything stupid, understand? Yes, got it. She sounded as if she's crying. Stay strong. You work for Demon Poem. I'm sorry I couldn't help you. Myself. Don't worry about it. She forced a laugh. See you back at the building. I hung up and turned to the wolf who I let live. If you're here to kill me, then leave it. There was already a line of people who were waiting to kill me, and you aren't false. Then who is? It was Wivel who asked. I turned to her. My mother. Wivel's father looked away, terrified. Why is she so scary? The wolf questioned. Do you want to find out why? I moved my hand up. No! Wivel's father shouted. I looked over to him and sighed. We need to go. Isn't that correct, Chain? I grinned and grabbed my face. It was an old habit, a force in nature, a part of my very being. You are correct. I stood up and rolled my shoulder. Sadly, some will have to take me on their back. Wivel's father smiled warmly. He turned to the wolf who should have died. You'll be coming along with us. No, I wasn't asking. I am telling you. Thomas will be taking you, Chain. Don't harm him now. I have made a deal for our freedom. Thomas looked pissed. I coughed and grabbed my chest and leaned back against the tree behind me. I gripped my teeth. The pain is too much to bail. Why now? I need to calm down. I grabbed my shirt as I felt a hand on my shoulder. I looked over to see Wivel's father. He looked normal. Stay strong until the end. I snickled, which hope. Demetrius would die today. He moved back, scaled. The faster we get there, the faster I'll finish this. He nodded and turned to Thomas. Thomas will be taking you. Thomas? Wivel's father turned to him. Thomas changed into his werewolf form and stepped closer. Get on. He didn't sound pleased. I pushed off the ground and hopped onto his back. He gasped as I grabbed onto his fold. You're pretty light. Shut it. I closed my eyes and leaned closer to his back before looking over to Wivel's father. He changed forms as I smiled. He looked over to me. What's the matter? It's a good thing I let that little cub live. His eyes widened as my eyes closed. End of chapter 11. This is a walk of fiction. Original walk with made-up characters and lands. Thank you for joining again.